It's a Sunday morning and we are sitting on the couch. Sarah is playing game and what are you playing? I call it my garden game. I don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only It's the only game that's on your yeah. uh phone and it's just your your relaxation. I was hanging out backstage at our show last night and somehow faith and religion came up in conversation specifically because it was Saturday night. And one of the guys had to get up early this morning to go to church, something that I did for years of my life. And since Sunday is, for a lot of people, the Lord's Day, I wanted to share how I think about God. It's loaded with baggage for me, and I think about the way I think about it, I don't know, might be interesting for someone to hear. This is going to be a really short, quick one. Okay. But th- I, I'm I such a know. large topic as God. <laughs> I this know. Two seconds. I don't know. I just, I, 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 don't, I wonder if this is interesting to someone. It's an interesting, I, here's the deal. For myself, the term God comes with a ton of baggage in it because I, uh, I grew up in the evangelical world every Sunday going to church. I mean, like to the point of, let me paint the, this. Here's the quickest way to paint the picture of what church and religion looked like for me growing up. When I would get in trouble, like when I was going to get grounded for something, I got grounded from going to youth group and church because that was such like a, my thing, like my entire life, my entire uh, circle of friends, my, my whole community world existed within the local church that I was a part of back in Lincoln, Nebraska. So for me, the term, the term God now in my life has like a really, like a ton of baggage. And I feel I have like this almost like gag reflex towards this word, especially like even when I hear like celebrities talking about it and creative culture, it came up last night because we were watching a uh, uh, Instagram click click of Rick Rubin talking about creativity. Most of my life I was aiming for great, but I didn't know what that was. And I've come to realize that great means it's a devotional kind of greatness. It's a gift to the universe. It's a gift to God. If you're making a gift to God, you can't put more into it than that. You're putting all of your purest intention into this thing for the universe. And I hear things like that and I think, oh man, that's beautiful. It's brilliant. But it, it, it there's so much baggage attached to it that's hard for me to like feel comfortable with using that term mm. like a gift to god and i find myself currently in life trying to find i'm just like trying to find a way to leave that baggage at the baggage terminal at the carousel of my life's journey so last night in the green room i was asked okay what do you, how how do you view god do you what like what does that look like for you in your life and i realized to me god is a direction hmm. north south east west that kind of direction so by that i mean this um years back it was the last year that i was playing uh bass guitar uh at churches and it was it was this was probably about like maybe a year to 6 months before i quit and it was I had like a standing bass chair gig at a church here in the Twin Cities, and I was driving there on a Sunday morning, super early, and I was miserable. 
I was like, I knew this was a place, like whether I disagree, agreed or disagreed with it or not, it was like that place in life where I knew I was holding on to the certainty of that paycheck. And I was in a place that I was, I had outgrown. I was no longer supposed to be. And to, so I like, I just, every time I was driving someplace, I knew I, sh- I was like wasting my energies being like, I just found, I was just like circulating, like, and, like festering in this really negative mindset. So to combat that, I realized what I started doing was I started curating this, um, this gratitude practice in my life. And what I would do is the entire 35 minute drive there, I would just every time sit and list the things I'm grateful for in that situation and say it out loud as a thanks. I would say, thank you that I get to make music with friends. Thank you that I am alive right now and I'm health, healthy enough to stand up straight and have a, uh, like a block of wood hanging around my neck and to be able to rock out on stage. Thank you that somebody wants me to do this and is willing to compensate for my time with money. And so I just list off these, uh, these things. And I, I realize now, thinking about it years later, have you ever seen that movie, you know, in the movie uh, Joe versus Volcano? Mm-hmm. Where there's that moment where the, he's on, he thinks he's about to like die. There, he's stuck in the middle of the ocean on this life raft he's made. And uh, the girl that's with him is passed out. And he's just alone, dehydrated. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, the moon comes up. And it's just massive over the horizon. And he's just falling to his knees saying, thank you for my life. He just keeps saying thank you over and over. Dear God, whose day am I do not know? Thank you for my life. I forgot how big What I realized is that for me, God was just a direction wherever that I don't know in my moments of gratitude in life, wherever that thankfulness and that gratitude was going that at the other side of that, whatever that direction was for me is God. And that's enough. Like whatever the source outside myself. Mm. I I think it was Joseph Campbell said that like God is a metaphor for a mystery that transcends all categories of human thoughts, including being and non-being. And I remember I was listening to an interview with Barry Taylor, who was a road manager for ACDC. And he, he said that to him, God is the blanket we put over the mystery of the universe in order to give it shape. Yeah, I like that. And that's also just incredibly unifyingly human because every culture has some sort of deity or deities plural. And it it's just to give meaning to chaos. That book I was reading about Mexico's history and like, it was just like the 1500s. Um, it was about like when Spain invaded and took over, but regardless. Do you mean irregardless? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so it was following this 
before they were called Mexicans, but this like Mayan um, young woman. And it, it was just a really interesting book. And it was talking about her views or their views on themselves and God and how that line between those two beings was almost non-existent in addition to just different types of um, matter, water, fire. I don't know. It was just a really beautiful way to think about uh, the higher power and ourselves and the relationship between the two. I, li- I like that thought of chaos and like the unknownness and not having, like we just not having like perfect concrete definition for that. Cause the ego behind that, I think that's my deal is the yeah. certainty worship of it all. Uh, we got it. Uh, we some. know. Yeah. Of, of some, that's actually a good reminder. So anyways, this morning, my trying to, uh, ditch my baggage on this is helping me realize really at the core of what I think it means to live a curious life is the unfucking of yourself. <laughs> And the realization that we are we are all thrown into a lineage of bullshit and terminology <laughs> that people have thrown on this, like, oh, this is what it is. This is what life looks like. This is how you define it. This has a, now there are things to be learned, but the things that were handed to me directly, I don't have to hold on to that for the rest of my life. And to live a curious life mm-hmm. is to, is maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe just living a curious life is the picking the the constant ebb and flow of picking up and setting down rob morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life at thecuriouspod.com You'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy. Enjoy.